0: What is up all you rockers, rockets and everything in between? Thank you so much for joining us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back everybody. If it's your first time here, welcome. And we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. And we do it one track at a time. I am your co-host Mark Kameyer with me as always cory said, "Corey, how's the weather cold cold
2: <laughs> snowy uh you'll have to forget and i just survived a two-hour uh podcast with Chaz charles so Ooh, all my material yeah. went on that show uh <laughs> you're, you're you're getting the leftovers here tonight i really need a good wheel spin tonight here i, I also need a, a, a good friend I, I knew i was doing the whole rush rash thing uh with with chas our good buddy uh earlier tonight and i knew that was going to be like a two-hour marathon uh, so I, I said, geez, I need a ringer. We, we need to bring somebody in here and Mark and why don't you introduce
0: our special guest here tonight? Well, it's always good to have uh nice friends, uh, join you for a conversation of a band that you like. And, uh, there's no one better because this, this is one of our, uh, one of our early sort of, uh, uh camaraderie, you know, friend making uh, in this process of joining the podcasting network and starting this journey. And, uh, you know, him, you love him from the Sean geek and fast fret podcast. Please welcome back to the show. Sean McGinnity after
3: all this time. Welcome my dude. It's been a while. It's been a little while. It's with, been uh, totally with just, doing. with just us, it's been a while. Yeah. 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 Now, how's everybody doing out there?
1: They, is it's cold in Manitoba? Yeah. <laughs> is it as cold
3: in Manitoba as it is in Saskatchewan? Uh, we had a break today. It, it started to warm up a little bit. Some of the snow is actually melting a little bit, so we're getting oh, a nice. little better. But it was cold on Halloween. Very cold on Halloween. The kids, like, I don't know. The kids didn't feel the cold, but I did. <laughs> it we're- probably, it,
0: it finally, uh, October decided to show its head uh over here uh right at the last minute literally the last day because yes we too had a cold halloween but i won't compare the temperatures because i'm sure what we are feeling right now is probably a springtime uh for you uh northerners so so won't even go there no snow but still quite frosty quite cold uh i'm not a fan But it's october and now it's november so hope you all had a wonderful halloween uh a a blessed saw to you all uh but now it's time to get into what you really came here for and you came here for some van halen talk not only that you came here for some van halen news if such van halen news exists Corey morissette what say you what say the van halen news desk boys Well, I tell you, we've been uh, perusing the Van Halen News Desk as
2: we do every week. We uh, suggest everybody go check them out, www.vhnd.com. Get all your Van Halen news, uh, including some articles written by our good friend, Eric Sinich. And he posted one the other day, uh, a little uh, snippet of an interview with uh, Sammy Hagar. And he was just kind of talking about the uh, work hard, play hard Van Halen years and... uh, there was an interview he was doing with Fox News Digital, but uh, Eric clipped out a few of the of the highlights. For Sam, he was kind of talking bittersweetly about you know how great 5150 OU812 was for unlawful. It was a little different time for him because he was going through that divorce and his uh, ex wife had a little bit of a breakdown and stuff. Uh, then he gets into like the balance years and how things were kind of unpleasant, but he was just kind of wistfully speaking about all the good times he had with the Van Halen boys back in the day. And unfortunately, uh, he's alluded to a few different times he doesn't talk to Alex anymore. He's reached out a couple times. Alex hasn't reciprocated. So that relationship isn't around anymore. Uh, I, I think he was able to uh, kind of make peace with that before he passed, which is a good thing. But uh, sure. it was just kind of a sad little interview of, of Sammy just kind of wistfully looking back at at the, the party days of Van Halen and how much fun they had. So that's
0: on the Van Halen News Desk. I said they say uh, that that tends to happen the older you get and uh let's you know n- remind you that uh, Sammy Hagar is no spring chicken anymore. He d- he still tours like he he is but uh you know which that's a credit to him but he's getting up there in years. Yeah, we all get wistful as we get older but uh you're right that is that's a sad notion that he he can't get Alex to talk to him. Um it is it is nice to to know that uh or l- at least to hear that he made peace with Eddie but you know, what are you going to do? Maybe, maybe a little bit more time needs to pass for him. I don't know how much more time is left, but maybe some time. You know, time heals all wounds eventually.
2: I think he's thinking back to that era because the uh, Collection 2 uh, came out a few weeks back. Uh, all the remastered versions of the uh, Hagar albums on vinyl CD and streaming. Uh, I've been listening to them on uh, streaming quite a bit. I haven't got my vinyl copy yet, though. I'm heading up to Saskatoon in 12 days to go see Kiss. And uh, uh, Kevin <laughs> Brown, I think, He's going to take me to his, uh, his record store, and hopefully I can get a copy of the collection, too, when I'm up there. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I've been enjoying the, the remasters quite a bit. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I can't hear a difference. Well, if, you know, really listen. Yeah, there, there, there is a difference. They do sound better. Balance and Foreign Lawful sounded great anyway, so not a ton of difference there. But I noticed a real difference, especially in uh, OU812.
0: That tells me that uh, they either don't have it's a very you, good yeah. ear a very good ear at uh, at listening to the differences or they uh, just maybe their sound system sucks. You know, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't sound any different on my, uh, on my stereo. I'm like, well then get a new stereo or something. I was listening on my
3: phone. It sounded like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, you don't say.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Let's do it with headphones on. You really hear the difference there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else we got? Oh, there was a big uh, thing with uh, the Wolfgang Van Halen. He had an interview with the trunk. Yes, and he was wondering if you're going to get to that. Yeah, Eddie Trunk asked him, uh, why a different kind of truth uh, just kind of disappeared from all streaming services? And uh, Mm. Wolfie said, uh, yeah, because the contract ran out. And uh, there's somebody behind the scenes who's making it difficult to get it back up there because he doesn't like the record. And so Eddie said, yeah, Uh, (laughs) uh, Eddie's uh, question was uh, if the people who are preventing the album from returning were also involved with the record, which Wolfie (laughs) said, yeah. And then Eddie Trunk said, might that person commonly be known by three initials? And Wolfie said, probably. I mean, yeah, you can put it together. I hate to say it because people think I'm making stuff up. but it's like, man, I'd love to have that record back up there, but he doesn't like it. And he's not working with us to get it back up there. So I hope people who
0: like it have a physical version of it that's why look I, I tell people all the time especially in the day and age of streaming not just music but uh, like films and TV show and all of a sudden uh something disappears from your streaming service and you're like well what the hell that was my my comfort thing and I always say like that is why you buy physical media because eventually Amen. all the things you love yeah all the things you love and stream and take for granted uh they're gonna go away one day they're gonna go away yep. i uh, I'll never forget the uproar of people, even though they were warned that the TV show, the office was leaving Netflix and it was a mainstay and it was probably Netflix's biggest, uh, stream thing ever. Yeah. 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 And, and they knew time was running out that Peacock was going to take it away. And, but nobody cared, nobody listened. And then suddenly it was gone and you could hear the roar of millions of, of unsatisfied customers for about a week straight. Um, and I'll admit, I was one of them too. I was like, oh, because I didn't have Peacock at the time, so I was like, son of a bitch. Like, ah, there you
3: goes know what? If you're a true, <laughs> if you're a true fan of something, buy mm-hmm. the fuck stuff. Yeah, Just you gotta buy it. it. You, you gotta like, even with with um with Todd and I when we put our album out this year, our CD comes with all the tracks. Yeah, you want to listen to it online? Nope, only four four of eleven tracks. So it's like you. The content's always better. There's always more shit on there. It, there's mm-hmm. always the, the behind the scenes stuff on Blu-rays and stuff. You don't get yeah. that streaming service. Like go support the art, go buy the stuff. Amen. The art, brother. Yeah, and, yeah. The, the
0: uh, cover uh, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And uh, our new patron, Michael Triplett pointed out, oh, eight, one, two remastered is an amazing improvement to a great album. hundred percent. And you really appreciate it when you listen to it on vinyl. I haven't yet. I'm very much looking forward to, but even just uh you know over the internet, uh, it sounds much much better. Ryan Powell says, "Fuck David Lee Roth, get over yourself and get the music back out there." Absolutely, Uh, because I have the CD of a different kind of truth. I never did get the vinyl, and if you want to buy a vinyl copy now, it's 500 bucks. So I was kind of hoping maybe they would reissue that one too. Now that they've done all the Van Hagar stuff, maybe they'll reissue a different kind of truth. But if Dave doesn't like it and is blocking it from streaming. I doubt we're going to get a vinyl reissue anytime soon, which is really depressing. Cause he I doesn't like really enjoy album. that album.
3: Wait a minute, he doesn't like the album, but mm-hmm. the last, however many videos he's put out, that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> the irony well, should not be lost on anyone. That was a segue for you, Corey. Doe. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bringing it up Hold Don't on Don't do it No No <laughs> I Look. want to hear Beautiful Girls Or whatever it was that. Uh, I shoot. would much oh, no. rather we, Hear we, Beautiful Girls
2: Son We got God. a new one the, This is a little bit Of the shit that killed Elvis The new David Lee Ross song They released a while back John this is your fault
1: Cause wanted to see If he could roll degree Oh yeah The <laughs> The <laughs> Fucking chip
3: Chim lit up like a christmas tree,
1: like a christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> strangely
3: enough this sounds very reminiscent of hammerhead shark
1: that's the shit that killed elvis And it almost killed the chimpanzee
2: and it almost killed the chimpanzee there you go shit
1: that elvis.
2: Oh, boy and there's actually a uh, John five uh, back to the Van Halen news desk was talking about these David Lee Roth recordings. Cause this was all going to be part of some uh, show he was going to do called summer over the rainbow bar and grill. I think I, I gave a little bit uh, of the synopsis of, of what the, the, the show was going to be.
3: You gave the uh, biographical references from song to song. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, here's the quote from David Lee Roth again. It's autobiographic summer over the rainbow Bar and grill is the opening theme song and it's about an Indiana kid who goes to sleep thinking the wizard of Oz and the characters in his life the butcher the baker and the newspaper guy pop out of posters and sing him a song called giddy up and he finds his way to all the good things in life having discovered rock in the 60s. And there's a song titled alligator pants. Yes, I own a pair. I wore them for the last two tours, and things go horribly left of center wrong. Of course, when you sell your soul to the devil, and one of the tunes is called The Shit That Killed Elvis. So, yeah, it's pretty stellar material, end quote.
3: Wow. Is that John yeah, feel 5 like- on that track, too? Yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, John, really? Oh, come on, dude. Wait, Chaz, dude. Chaz loves the eh, song. You know
0: what? And he liked to giddy up, too, so there you go. Yeah, honestly, the, I mean, but like John was a uh, John was Manson's boy for a long time. So, I mean, he's used to playing real yeah. shit when the money's
3: right. So, you know, good on him because yeah, that, I that guy can wail when you let him. I got a question for Chaz. Is he a fan of Nana Muskuri or Anne Marie? I'm just just trying to feel out the uh, the preferences you like. If you like those last two songs, just just asking.
2: <laughs> I love Josh's comment. Oh, it makes so much more sense now. <laughs> eye roll emoji. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but uh, Again, in then... this in this interview, John Five talked about how we'd like to rework some of the uh, uh, Fair Warning uh, songs, uh, Fair Warning style. Uh um, ah, yeah. To, yeah, he says heavy distorted guitars and riffs and solos and all that cool stuff. Uh, so he's hoping maybe. Oh, uh, Chaz says uh, he has an answer. Anne Marie, sweet and tender, bite me. <laughs> <So. laughs>
3: <laughs> we talk about Anne on my show all the time. We take a lot of shots <laughs> at Ann in my show. And that was just lost a subscriber. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, going after Ann Murray. Tune in to Sean Geek and Fast frit podcast. yes, yeah. Ann Murray was was the rival to my mom when my mom was in the scene. They were rivals. Oh, were the oh okay. And There's a mom, personal. Yeah. This is a
1: personal yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> my mom would it. never hey. spare unless you brought up Ann Murray's name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's I like awesome. that. I'm going to have to get the, the, uh, the
0: saga of your mom and, and Murray sometime That's oh, awesome. tune into the podcast. Love, I love, I'd love to hear about that. So remember the uh, song
2: well, uh, from South park, blame Canada and that bitch yeah. and Murray too. There and that go. bitch and Murray
0: too. Yeah. There That's you great. Go. Uh, well, uh, if there's any, anything else on the news desk or we can, uh, move on over to the next segment. Yep. That is pretty much it. Again, check out uh, VHND.com for all your Van Halen news. All right. All right. Well. Uh, there's an interesting development uh, happening mm. because uh, if we go over to the poll from last week's show, last week's show we did one I want, uh, not n- n- not not the greatest song uh, that we have talked about, but certainly not the worst. Um, it was, but it, it doesn't help that uh, it comes from what I think so far is the worst album that we have discussed, and that is the infamous Van Halen three. Uh, one I want was was not the one any of us wanted, as it was a full sweep of down chance. votes. Yeah, ex- yeah, ex- of course. But here's the thing, Corey. We always put up a poll to hear from everybody to see how they felt about it. We have, and and there is uh, at the time of this recording, right now, but by the time this show comes out, the, the voting will be done. But right now, it is a 50-50 split. I and saw even that. 50 50 split
1: Mm.
0: on one hand. I want to be so baffled, but I feel like my hand, my, my, my head would blow up like in that movie scanners because trying to comprehend that would just, just can't fathom. And I don't want to, I like my head. I don't want to see it blown up. So, uh, and then the other part of me is just kind of going, I I really just, am just so intrigued and so curious to know what everyone's thought process was because I, Corey, you and I were not fond of this song whatsoever. Did Is this the kind of voting that you thought was going to happen?
2: Uh, in a way, because we've had one other 50-50 song. Do you remember what it was? It's a Sammy song. I'll give you a hint.
0: Oh, the other 50-50. Uh, don't tell me. It wasn't up for breakfast, right? I think that no. was pretty unanimous. Everyone uh, hated it. Up for breakfast is
2: 19% what dreams are made of. Oh, 81% yeah, this dream is over. It is by far the lowest voted one. Uh, no, nope. uh, but, but you're very close in that you have the album, right?
3: Wait, what would it be? Oh, sh- oh, okay. Um, no, oh, just tell me it you. was the, uh, the other, oh my God, the other track. There, there was say, three right? on that.
2: Yeah. There was three I on that album. Else, right?
1: Yep. Learning to see. Oh, oh, okay. Really? That one's fifty-fifty. Yep. Huh. Yep. Ryan Powell got it.
2: Yeah. And, uh, the other song on there is called, uh, it's about time. That was 61.8%. Yeah, right. What dreams are made of 38.2. The dream is over now. Uh, Ryan Powell is calling some chicanery here because he said earlier there were 61 votes and it was 50.8. Now there's only 60 votes. Where'd that vote go? Now in America, you guys are known for hanging chads and <laughs> fixing elections, right? So what the fuck's going on?
3: <laughs> Very true. I don't know about all that. My buddy, Chad ain't hanging his around vote at back. all. <laughs> Elon pulled his vote back. That's that's maybe that's, he there did. You go.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe, maybe Elon's behind all this because you know he knows that I talk shit about him all the time. So maybe he's just like, I'll show that guy and his show.
3: Also a fan of Van Halen three. Of, from what I understand, he he seems like he would be the type, uh, he or he it. would
0: be the type of yeah. He mixed. <laughs> he did. He was like, I wanted to try my hand at production. It's not that hard. Like it sounds like shit, yeah. bro. Um, well,
2: I'll go under know. the I pseudonym guess, yeah. Mike Post, and, but it's really Elon. Musk. We need, <laughs> Kevin Brown. We need a new short. Elon, Holy
3: Elon shit.
0: Musk's fault. He's <laughs> just it. as
3: hateful as Mike Post. I
0: yeah. love that conspiracy. Elon is Mike Post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the whole. But uh, no, I don't know what happened to that other vote. Uh, it's yeah, just somebody, I guess, re- redacted. It. You know what? I think it's you because recall. I don't think I you think think can recall it, votes, can't you? Uh, uh, can you not? Oh, well then, I then I have no explanation as to where know. that vote went. Um, unless somebody deleted deleted their Twitter or something like that. Um but look there at the that time of this recording happen. there's there's payable. still one day left. So it could it could sway a different way at this point. But as of right now, it's a 50-50
3: split. I'll even hey, uh got, you know what I'll even let me refresh to the my Twitter accounts I'm going to uh go vote right now.
0: Perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Here you go. It's really uh, nope still way.
0: 50-50. But anyway, well let's uh so while while we get uh, a better result on that let's go in and uh check out the tweets from our patrons uh if you guys want your tweet guaranteed right on the show as we say every week join the patreon guarantee you there's a tier for you oh boy and maybe we can make a tier where if you pay a certain amount of money you can force me to listen to this song on a loop sorry and i'll do it <laughs> um but i just thought we really needed some music underneath, underneath. <laughs> well if you're gonna play music play something else but uh you know what we're gonna go to a. uh, nice. uh we're gonna to go to someone who kind of did, if if I'm not mistaken, kind of their own version of a uh, manifesto, and uh, that would be uh, you, Sean. I'm gonna read read your tweets out here because you you had uh, a doozy. I had a lot to say. So. You did have a lot to say and what you said was I have tried and tried to like Gary and Van Halen over and over again. I watched tons of concert footage trying to reason with the whole thing that maybe it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. But I have this to say Gary did not have the pull in the band to do anything. While Dave and Sammy both ended up being the bullshit detectors of their eras of the band and honestly Wolfgang afterwards, Gary would never have had the opportunity to say this doesn't work. This works. Let's cut that. Let's rework that. His say would have been minimal at best, and we know that Mike never had any say. But what if Wolfgang had been there? He was able to control the egos in the room. He would have worked very well with Gary. A different kind of truth worked, more or less. Um, Well, not if you ask Dave. Uh, and all because of Woofie. We know that Gary works w- very well with brilliant people when they are focused, uh, focused ones like Nuno and uh, not all over the place like Eddie was last time. Gary and Wolf would have energized the band and worked the kinks and the performances. So I'm assuming, Sean, you gave this thing a big whopping downvote. Yeah.
3: Yep, definitely.
0: And and I- Murray fronted Van Halen. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I
3: was I was told that um, Eddie was really wanted to um, have my wonderful pipes to sing in my in my uh, Maritimer uh, voice
1: and um and
0: that's all I got. <laughs> I thought you were doing a Michael Jackson impression for a
3: second. <laughs> <Well>, whatever. <laughs>
0: and Murray and Michael Jackson very like. close together. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. So I like it. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's better. Ryan Powell, our buddy Ryan says there. This is there's a lot of untapped potential on this one, and some of the aspects that hold it back have been addressed on the podcast. Still, there is a lot to enjoy here too. The staccato opening riff pairs nicely with the vaulting bass line and Al's immaculate as always drums uh the call and response structure of the verses works well (laughs) thank you and while not all of the lines are gems many are clever and they all serve as, as examples to lead to the theme of the song in the chorus the guitar breakdown leading into the solo is a subtle showcase in and of itself mirroring the call and response structure of the verses and the rhythm section just playing grooves throughout the typical or the typically great solo a nice touch uh are the ending uh, hits where it leaves you guessing which will be the final one. There are 11, <laughs> there's 11 hits before it ends uh, made for great ending live too. And ballsy, how easy would it have been to fall into the hole on that one? So, and on all of this, he says, that's why uh, it's what dreams are made of for him. So there's part of your upper 50, uh, Ryan Powell. And we kind of figured that based on his, uh, his comments uh, whilst recording the show because he was a lurker because he's a patron hey if you want to lurk you should join our patreon it's that something? And he, and he, he's uh, a great guy and i love that yes he is really yes, that yes. song
3: yeah just love, his commentary is always phenomenal yeah it is yeah i love how he explains
2: it in plain yep. english why he dug it and that's great uh all i could uh-huh. say is
0: it stinks I'm, I'm not for us it didn't though. for us it didn't work but i love yeah i love that ryan loves it and i love that he had he does he does the thing that we ask him to it's like if we don't agree yeah. With, with uh, you, the listener, we want to know why your, uh, your opinion was opposing. Like, let us in. Uh, Ryan never shies away from letting us in. And we, that's what we's appreciates about you. So Yes, keep it uh, up. Thank you. Moving on to Scott Monroe. The solo and the outro save it for me. The entire back section is a head-banging rockin' jam-gasm of goodness by the Van Halen brothers. And I don't care about the cheesy lyrics or underwhelming chorus after hearing that. Hashtag what dreams are made of. Hashtag no apologies. Yeah, no apologies necessary for you, Scott. No, and
1: um, I love so that's, that. Uh, there you, you go. Know, uh,
2: I think I mentioned I don't mind cheesy lyrics either until they sure. take me out of the song for me to need to make fun of them, and that's what happened. I agree. Here. Yeah, yeah, I like, agree. I, we listen to songs with cheesy lyrics all the time, and if they kind
0: of if they kind of fit, you can kind of roll along with them. uh
1: You yeah.
2: know, th- this one just kind of pulled me out a little bit. So
0: I mentioned uh, on the show that. Uh, jump as some of the cheesiest lyrics that yep. they've ever done oh, and yet it's lyrics. jump yep. yeah it's horrible lyrics but it's jump the song i mean it's the most popular van halen song ever so it's just like it, it, it can work the cheesy lyrics can work as long as the music and the vibe all fit together uh for us uh one i want does not fall into that category but that's just us for scott and ryan though they, they they're into it so Chaz has a different opinion if you want to read Chaz's opinion here. yeah. Chaz says, my opinion, once I cleared the vomit from my mouth, I had to change my shorts. Fuck this song. So he (laughs) he vomited and he shit at the same time. There's actually a (laughs) clinical term for that, but uh, I'm not looking it up. Anyway, thank you. uh, Davey Lee Smith says song is a complete shit show. The dream is over, but the episode itself is what dreams are made of. Since Matt was ripping this tune, a new one. And all of you guys tearing apart the questionable lyrics was absolute aces. I couldn't stop laughing while all that was going down. Well, if nothing else, I've always maintained that uh, Corey and I, whilst we are not experts on the band, and we're not rock historians whatsoever. We know a few things about music here and there, but we're not experts. At the very least, our show will be entertaining, Uh, even when we really don't like a song that we're listening to. uh, I maintain that uh, we may not know all the information, but we'll entertain you as if we do. So that's uh, Tom said. Tom Ombruster says, Okay, if the production was up to snuff, better sound on the instruments, vocal level set appropriately. Would that make a difference in the quality of the song? no no it wouldn't <laughs> i i would say slight uh, i
2: would enjoy it maybe a bit more but to me it just the lyrics pull me out so hard like they're so if, dumb
3: if, if, and yeah. if gary could at least like be gary and not like be dave right? slash sammy because yeah. he yeah. pushed himself way too hard yeah on it's, there and he, he's, you can hear him just cresting all the time vocally no, just yeah. horrible it's a good question though Chad to says bad.
2: tom no And then uh, Michael, if the vocals are an extension of the music, it's a winner. If they don't, the song stinks. Absolutely correct.
0: Couldn't agree. It's funny. It's funny you bring that up, Sean. There was somebody else uh, who had tweeted before, kind of went on a whole tirade about how we need to give Gary a break because we're just laying into him on this episode, and it's, it's like as if, and he implied that we were blaming Gary that the entire album doesn't work. It's like, no, no, we've never blamed Gary that the album doesn't work. We no, blamed everybody all. that the t- the album doesn't work. We're I now blamed... blaming Elon Musk. Yeah, now and now we're blaming Elon, Elon yes. Musk, which I'm I'm leaning more into. That's or factual, Mike. Post. But uh, <laughs> quote unquote Mike post. We know who you are. Uh Elon you post. Don't fool us. We're we're done with the game is over. Uh no, we've always maintained that Gary's doing his best, but even so Gary is not uh, uh, beyond some of the faults. Like he wrote the lyrics. So that's on him. Uh, he decided to choose to do his vocals the way he did. So that's on him. And that's on the producer for not going like, maybe don't do it that way. Um, and it's also on, on really it's on the Van Halen uh, brothers for not going like, Hey, no, we don't like that. Do something else. Be you. Uh, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone told him, "Hey, Gary, be you,
3: sing it yeah. like you." Oh, would. I'm sure of that. So you know, and because every it, time it, I'm no in direction. the studio, every yeah. time I'm in the studio, someone's always giving me shit for my vocals. Don't sure. do that. Stop doing that. Hold back. Do this. But that's it's all that give and take, all that that tugging back and forth that gets the best vocal performance. Nobody yeah. did that with him. I think he's like, uh, "Is this okay? Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever." I'm just worried about my guitar part. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> so that's that's yeah.
0: what it was. Like there was no it didn't seem like it was a collaboration whatsoever. So uh that has been that has always been our issue with this album, and we've maintained that so to And you know, maybe yeah. maybe that's why I think somebody either Ryan or Scott pointed out it was a
2: better live song. And maybe it is because mm, you maybe you have yeah. Gary singing it like Gary. It probably is a lot better, it doesn't help
0: the right. lyrics at all, but uh, I imagine it would <laughs> sound better. Probably so, but You know, alas, we will never know. Moving on. Jeff Brewer says Gary's wordplay is okay. He does this kind of corny but clever stuff with extreme, but it usually works there. Not here. The the verses have no relation to the bridge chorus sections. Uh, Can't stand the background vocals nor the chorus. Still an upvote. Not sure why. Maybe ask Ryan. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. Ah, see the 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 overwhelming goodness of of Ryan's positivity swayed it's Jeff. It's rubbing Roo. off. He yeah, didn't even, he didn't even want to. He said, "No, nope. I don't want to upvote this, but I I can't not because because of nope. Ryan." So, Jazz Charles says Anne Marie would have
2: taken it to another place. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he's not going to let keep that Robert
3: go. The entire show. Keep
0: just a torment. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh Our buddy Kevin Brown says, <laughs> it's probably my favorite opener, utter dog shit, but just pretend like it's a Brit saying it. Uh Utter dog shit, <laughs> half-assed verses, a chorus that doesn't fit at all, the solo is great, it's a killer bass line, and Al is crushing it, but then you have Gary mixed like fucking Bane. Jesus. <laughs> the production <laughs> on this album is grade school <laughs> level. The stream is over, the song can... I I I don't know what hashtag GFI is. Like I'm guessing, get go fucked fuck itself. Now. Go, f- go oh, fuck go itself. itself. Okay. Yeah, and go fuck itself. Okay, thank. Kevin Brown uh, is a
2: uh, card-carrying member of the Church of Go Fuck Yourself, so that would be that, that hashtag.
3: That would that would totally. Uh,
0: fit. Yeah, love it. But uh, yeah, no, got a, uh, a
3: a great chuckle from that. So thank. you. I, I, I'm curious. Is Kevin lurking in here? No, he's editing he's a podcast. Editing. Like a he's bitch, you know cause cause he, like. Because a- <laughs> I'm curious, was this song worse than November Rain? Because oh, a- that's a good question. November. That is a good
0: question. Yes. Should, good uh, question. How about the uh, Corey, why don't you like uh, off off screen uh, send Kev a message <laughs> and he can answer I'm anytime? Like, hey, just random question real quick, we want to know. Uh, and we'll we'll uh, we'll check back in later about that. Moving on. Greg Zito says everything on Diver Down is better than this one. The vocals and lyrics cannot be saved by the solo. Hashtag the dream is over. And that's a reference because uh, the aforementioned uh, tweet about the guy implying that all we do is shit on Gary all the time. And uh, he was uh, – oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. There was Don't another person something. from last week you know, Yeah, it was who said that uh, Diver Down is easily the worst. Van Halen 3, it, one song is better than every, anything on Diver Down, which – we fundamentally disagreed with. Mm. So, and uh, that is what Greg is ref- uh, replying to here. And I think that'll do it for our patron tweets. So not a lot to say about this one, other than the ones that did outvoted did explain why, which is great. And we thank you guys so much for doing that. And then of course, uh, everyone else who were like-minded as we were last week said like, Nope, not for me. Move on next. So, uh, Scott, Scott says, has a good uh, comment. Yeah, read that one. Yeah, the harder Van Halen three tracks, uh, the ones they thought were more in the strike zone are where Gary sounds most strained. Gary sounds his most comfortable to me on the outliers, like Year to the Day. I agree. Um, That's a good point. It's a, it yep. is a good point. There are moments where Gary is doing his own thing. And while it does sound better, there's just, I think it's just because the overall vibe of, of the album just doesn't mesh with me or at least it hasn't so far with like i've liked i think two songs so far on this album um we only have uh, i think one left i don't i don't force foresee me really being into that one but who knows who knows it's all in yep. good
2: time you uploaded uh without you as as did i which is the current leader mm-hmm. at 70 percent. what dreams are made of and year to the day we both uploaded it's at 58 percent. it's in second and i have an answer from kevin brown he says the worst song is November rain in a landslide.
0: Ooh, well, there you go, Scott or Sean. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, that's an upcoming
3: gotcha, topic yeah. on our show because my brother loves that song. Oh, really? Oh, that'll <laughs> oh, be oh, yeah, oh, oh. Yeah. I almost feel like Ooh, having whoa. Kevin run for that one specifically. <laughs> oh, you have to now. Our, our, yeah, our, you our absolutely have
2: to. <laughs> It's hard to hold a candle in the cold
0: November. Tune in region. to uh, Sean, Ge- Sean Geek and Fast Brett podcast to uh, for that one for that upcoming. Do you guys want to hear
3: that? If you guys want to hear that, we'll we'll Absolutely. do it. I'm sure Kevin has lots of time to be on ten other podcasts. So, yep. Look, if Corey can do it, Kevin can do it. So, so That's if, if Corey it. is Galactus, does that make Kevin Brown like Silver Surfer or? I was gonna. I was thinking Ooh. more
0: like t but yeah, Silver Surfer, <laughs> one of the heralds. He's yeah. not as cool as hey, Surfer, but- you,
2: you guys got to keep in mind, Chaz Charles is catching me here because he has, he did regarding oh, that Lulu, that's wrapped up. Yeah. He's doing Rush Rash, which I was just on, had a great time, and he's doing uh, regarding Roger right now, uh, Roger Waters, so he's, <laughs> Roger he's Moore. catching
1: up. Oh, I thought no, he it's not roger Moore. like
0: the uh if, if if he's a herald he's probably like the uh, the cosmic ghost rider that frank castle becomes oh, when he becomes yeah. the uh the herald of, of like galactus like just because of the insanity and the chaos and
3: uh there you go so, yeah tom knows <laughs> tom, tom knows Thera. about Therax. terax awesome <laughs> he's one of my faves look Roger a rumor Ebert that he's egbert? Chaz egbert says roger, roger egbert, egbert.
2: <laughs> i've never heard of roger egbert but i can't wait for that one
3: was he another herald roger Ebert egbert
0: i don't know (laughs) oh there you go (laughs) yeah maybe maybe he He is now there it is there were several so uh whoever wants to be whomever yeah (laughs) so uh but there you have it you guys uh and one more time if you want your tweets guaranteed read on the show letting us know how you felt about that particular track we covered join the patreon it's that simple we've got a tier for you i guarantee it and if we don't let us know we'll make it Damn right. Very well then, gentlemen. I think it's time. It's time to do uh, the second favorite thing we love to do. The first is to spin the wheel. But before that, grab your drinks. Say it with me, everyone. Manifestations.
3: Manifestations.
0: There, the the voice of God just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> God's not that? even here. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that was the voice. God, <laughs> no, <not yet. laughs> yeah, that okay. was a different one. <laughs> that was uh like Lilith or something. Anyway, uh. But uh, we have uh, some manifestations in the future. <laughs> no, not that one. Ne- never that one. That's what I
4: thought.
2: There's a voice That's of good. God, too. yeah sean and i are on the same uh wavelength there
0: that's what i thought. I think so i think so lilith or bb which one's worse (laughs) Uh, i don't know which one's more terrifying uh let's see going over to our discord and uh if you're on the patreon you can be on the discord as well join the conversation it never stops scott monroe uh to the surprise of no one uh is manifesting uh or he's manifesting uh, josephina which i do believe is the last track in van halen 3 I it think is. Scott is just trying to pull the Band-Aid off for us and just just get it over with, get he it done, get that. the album. No, he he yeah, does change maybe, Or maybe I, maybe he uh, just really wants to hear it. I don't know. Well, I tell you what. I,
2: I mentioned in the, in the Patreon uh, today that I was a little under the weather today. Uh, I actually oh, took yeah. most of today off sick from work, rested up so I could knock off three hours of podcasts here tonight. And uh, we have the best patrons. Like, we really do. All these yes, guys are fantastic. And, and Scott uh, changed his vote. He said, actually, I feel bad making that manifestation after learning that Corey is sick. Instead, I'd manifest somebody get me a doctor, which is phenomenal. <laughs> I would love to hear somebody get me a doctor here tonight. And actually, uh, Jeff Brewer, the same. Jeff Brewer, uh, yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, he, he, he somebody get me a doctor,
0: Scott. so that's two, that's two yep. for you. Uh, Michael,
2: um, who's new to the patron and new to the Discord roster your House of Pain, that'd be a good one, too. That would knock off 1984. That would set up yeah. our next live show. That's a good one. And Ryan Powell, Thank you, Michael, welcome. Uh welcome. Ryan Powell, uh, Thief of Joy. Uh, deserves a punch <laughs> in the dick. Uh, says, uh, I'm sure Corey's all feet up watching TV and some someplace to feast his eyes. What would snap him out of feeling crappy? Spanked. Then, of course, Chaz again. <laughs> they just want you to be spanked. That's all. They, they want I guess you to so, be yeah. I I got my spanking done on the rush rash You get a colonoscopy before you go on that show. It's it's quite. The I love, thing. You have to check. Them. I love saying things out loud that
0: I know are going to be taken out of context. When oh yes, other Christy's walking through really the room. Can't hear the uh, can't hear the conversation, <laughs> and did. is not aware that spanked is a Van Halen trap. Yes, uh-huh. so uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think she believes you. <laughs> she doesn't. So she too is going to uh, by proxy manifest uh, spanked because uh, perfect she. She has to know. She has to figure it out. She has to know. She's on this journey with
2: us, too. How is she feeling? We, we talked about this software. We didn't talk about it on the air, but Christy had a little bit of a,
0: a fall through your roof into the bathroom. What? Is that what happened? So we have Christy live Hi. here uh, on the show. Let me. I'm trying to get out of the way for you to uh, let the people know how you're feeling after your, uh, after your spill and to uh, give context for what exactly happened.
4: Oh, I guess, did you not tell everybody last week? Um, Well, I prefer it was a descent from the heavens, not a spill. Angels
2: fall from the heavens. Good call. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, But no, I feel okay. It's just stupid because I broke my ass for an off-on switch on our heating unit. Just
0: you slipped and fell from the attic onto the bathroom. Yeah, floor.
4: so, so yeah, like, our attic isn't fully finished. Um, It's really stupid that the, at the top of the ladder, there's just drywall and not plywood, and you got to, like, grab a cross beam and step diagonally to safety. We're going to take care of that. We're going to just finish out the attic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yeah, like, I slipped, and, like, I thought I was going to be able to pull myself back up, but then, like, the whole ceiling just went so yeah but i feel pretty good like that's good they gave me good medicine
2: excellent well uh just for christy i'm hoping we roll amsterdam here tonight so
4: (laughs) i am already quite prepared for amsterdam (laughs) you couldn't
1: tell oh she's ready ready. i thought thought,
2: yeah wham bam amsterdam yeah i thought maybe something was going on there but
0: look man she at at this point she's got the excuse because she fell through the damn ceiling yes exactly Uh, yeah whatever whatever remedy is going to help alleviate uh said pain from Falling through the ceiling uh, you know <laughs> she's earned it
2: I don't know what what I want to hear more now. Amsterdam or black and blue, I think fits kind
0: well, of
4: so. <laughs> oh I mean man if y'all get that that's, oh.
0: there you go so there uh proxy manifestation uh black and blue spanked yep. or uh Amsterdam uh, either one of those, and we'll get another guest. <laughs>
2: Perfect. How
3: about you, uh, Sean? What do you want to hear tonight? I really want to hear Big Bad Bill is Sweet William now. I want oh, to hear right. some Jan Van Halen. That's what nice. I want to hear. I want to hear some Jan Van Halen. We've heard Wolfie. We've heard Eddie. We've heard Alex. Yep. I want to hear Jan.
2: Jen. Yeah, good call. Yeah, not mad at that. How about you, uh, Mr. Kameyer?
0: Oh, I mean, because, be, because it was such a, a strange and weird couple of weeks um it's a uh, it's it's broken my heart a little bit so i have to manifest uh, a a heartwarming uh van halen track and what better one than when it's love because oh, that's uh, a yeah. a very very nice little uh sammy ballad and i feel like uh we we've got a lot of sammy left to cover um and i just feel like we need uh a really good rock and sammy track and i just I, I have a lot to say about when it's love. So that's what I will be manifesting. How about Perfect. yourself, sir?
2: Well, I uh, Amsterdam or black and blue. I'm going to stick with. Oh, that that's, right, that's right. That's yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I won't be oh, mad there. at somebody to get me a doctor either, because that fits for Christy as well. But Ryan asks, so the uh, doing it in black and blue is flipping the switch on the heater.
0: <laughs> so, con- <laughs> context here. The upstairs. There's two units, uh, for the heater, uh, the, for the downstairs and the upstairs upstairs, the heater is in the attic. Uh, we had to have it recently replaced because the heater that was in there was old and it didn't work anymore. So we got a new heater. Cool. We flipped on the heat for the first time the other day. Cause as I mentioned, it's finally got cold. Uh, the heat did not come on. So she went to go inspect it, had the accident, I recently went up there trying to figure out what was the problem. Well, the problem was there was an on off switch inside the panel of the heater and it was flipped to off. So I flipped it on. So she fell through the ceiling for an on off switch, (laughs) um, which we didn't know that at the time we discovered that. Now, you know, as soon as I flipped it on, the heat's like, oh, we work so there you go there's the context
2: <laughs> i had no or idea you're handy. a handyman mark yeah. you know in the words of katie uh, legend uh red green <laughs> yeah. if the women don't find you handsome they should at least find you handy
0: <laughs> i mean i i'm handy for other other good purposes but uh a handyman around, oh yeah, let's hey. not go there yeah. <laughs> let's keep this pg shall we
2: never nah. this show <laughs> At
0: this point, we got 26 songs left
2: Shh, no hey be careful. That's the shit that killed Elvis.
0: <laughs> I thought it was a monkey or some chimpanzee. It, it almost Elvis. killed the chimpanzee. Almost. <laughs> oh, it almost. almost. <laughs> he, it. he survived. That's, yeah. that's right. Jesus. <laughs> hey, look at this. It's the wheel. Since there are three of us on the panel and uh, we've got a few lurkers. How many have we got lurking in the chat right now? Six right now. So, you want to do nine primes? Let's do nine. Sure. Let's go to the shuffling.
2: Nine again, one. times. Eight, nine times. All right. You yep. boys ready to go? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, it's God. almost, almost Amsterdam. Oh, Instead, it was so close. It's, <laughs> The second time we've spun Can't Stop Loving You from balance. <laughs> you wanted a ballad, a Sammy ballad. You got that, yeah, Mark.
3: That's that is true. It's
0: yeah. Pretty much so. I was laughing at uh, you just reminded me. I said, oh, this is the second time we spun it. Uh, the first one, uh, we pulled a mulligan the first time we spun it. You uh, used for your mulligan for, I for did. Uh,
2: Yeah, Greg Pasquale who on the first show he was on, we spun <laughs> How Many Say I, which he said was his most hated Van Halen song ever. Uh, and so he comes on again. We thought we have to make it good for Greg because we'll bring him back. We'll spin something better. We're bound to, right? We spin his second most hated Van Halen song of all time, Can't Stop Loving You. <laughs> like so Mark shot.
3: He did. <laughs> in, the he did. The wrong, yeah. in the wrong way. In the wrong way.
0: As
2: long as it's not Can't Stop Loving You, I'll be happy. And then we spun it. So Mark uh, yeah. nicely used his mulligan to to re-spin for him he got a better song i don't remember offhand what it was but uh, can't stop loving you has been on the wheel ever since and now it's coming off here's a a big hit off of balance hey,
3: how many was, ago we got left on balance oh, balance is th- th- most of the album yeah, right yeah, yeah we haven't the, done uh, a
2: ton off balance no we not have one two three four songs left
0: off balance all right so again like i said uh plenty of sammy left to go around uh for these last uh for the last uh go of the wheel so don't uh don't you worry we'll we'll get to plenty of plenty more sammy and uh to all the sammy haters out there, it's like well i, I don't know you can keep listening and just uh maybe you'll change your mind or uh you can keep listening and then tell us like yo you see this shock sucks so we told you that are like okay but uh until that time it is uh it is a sammy those people we still listen to listen the sammy hager podcast probably so and they i mean i would i would like to talk to the bogus otis boys to hear uh you know what kind of feedback they tend to get from their from their listeners um just in terms because we know the the roth camp is is such a diehard mess of a group of people i mean like we all appreciate the david lee roth era but you don't have to choose one or the other we can have it all it's fine anyway but that's not what we're discussing tonight. We discuss Can't Stop Loving You. Uh, without showing your hand, Sean, do you have any, uh, little fond memories or little, uh, uh, anecdotes about this song before we talk about it?
3: Yeah. Well, the the album in general, In Balance, is one of those albums that I kind of skipped when it came out. I was kind of on my downward spin with Van Halen at that point. Sure. Yeah. And then, uh, cause I'd gotten into like, Tool and Pantera and kind of those sorts of things at that time so I kind of but I came back to it later and kind of had a new appreciation for the album and I was like oh why did I pass up on this oh because I don't know you know just change of musical taste so the album in general is is, it it still feels like a new Van Halen album to me
1: Mm.
0: fair enough enough. yeah I get it how about yourself Corey
2: Uh, Yeah, Balance was an an album I listened to a ton uh, before we started doing this show, and it's one I've really started to appreciate uh, more and more as we're kind of going through the uh, track listing, because there's been some pretty good stuff. Seven Seal uh, was a real uh, standout for me, 81% uh, voted for uh, What Dreams Are Made Of. Uh, Don't Tell Me is still one of my favorite Sammy Hagar-era Van Halen songs. I I know lyrically it gets a little dark, but like like groove-wise and just uh, melody fucking fantastic big fat money was all right not enough was a good one uh even crossing over which is on the uh, rarities uh vinyl on the new uh collection too that we covered on this show was a real kind of standout uh and it was 77 percent. so uh it turns out to be a pretty popular album in kind of a weird time for van halen because sammy was kind of splitting away from the brothers uh, at, at this mm-hmm. time and he, he talked about this being kind of a, a dark period in van halen history so the fact they got so much good music out of it is really kind of cool and there's really only one song I would even consider downvoting uh, on this record. I'm not going to tell you what it is, though, because it might be this one. So I don't want to tip my hand too much. uh <laughs> Yeah. How about you, Mark? What Wait. were
0: your uh, initial impressions of uh, Can't Stop Loving You and the album Balance? The, my first uh, impression of, or not impression, but like my first introduction to Can't Stop Loving You was actually not from the Balance album proper. It was from the, uh, the infamous Van Halen Volume 1 that uh, that i held so dear because it was mm-hmm. a track on there and i remember listening to that going um because i at the time foolishly thought i had a good grasp on sammy era van halen and obviously i didn't because i was like no dude you're missing like big chunks of the time here there's like songs that you that uh uh don't get a lot of uh, don't get any radio play so yeah you're you're missing so much of it volume uh best of volume one helped me with a lot of those but then It's the best of. So you're going to get the hits regardless. Um, This one to me didn't feel like a hit. This one kind of in my young brain at the time thought like, oh, this must be like a deep, deep cut or something that they just had to throw into the best of because it has such a cult following or some shit. That was my uh, thinking when I was a younger lab. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't. It wasn't until way later when I checked out Balance uh, in its proper album release that I was like, "Oh, that's where that's the album this song comes from." So, so I've got uh, yeah, I've got some nostalgic feelings towards it because of that. Perfect. All right. Well, this uh, uh, was
2: a, a charting single uh, for Van Halen back in 1995. It hit uh, number 30 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number two on the mainstream uh, rock charts. Uh, so, what do you say? Let's get into it. This is. Can't Stop Loving You from 1995's Balance.
1: There's a time and place for everything. with all our might but nothing's gonna come oh no nothing's gonna change and if I ask you not to try
0: what's I think uh what drew me to this song originally my dad is a big fan of the pretenders he's always been a fan of that band mm. um so I I kind of grew up sort of like listening to a lot of pretenders because because of my dad and, uh, and, you know, Van Halen as well. This song always gave me pretenders vibes with the riffs, the way the riffs are played mm-hmm. and the tone of Eddie's guitar. Um, you know, the song I'm talking about specifically, uh, totally. Uh, don't uh, get me wrong. And yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, uh, yeah. And so I always, I always kind of had that in my brain when I would listen to this and it just, uh, I, I guess, along with the nostalgia and maybe it's even a bigger form of the nostalgia, but I always, uh, it kind of made me think of the pretenders, which makes me think of my dad. And it's like, was like, okay, so there's, I guess what's this, there's like a weird sort of comfort in that, but it's also interesting because I, I don't know the date of when that pretender song came out, but I have to imagine it probably came out, uh, before that,
1: this I one.
2: Think. Oh, yeah. I think it, was, it did. that was in the 80s, eighties. Yeah. 80s, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good so uh it 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 makes one wonder and i am not an expert as i've mentioned earlier or a rock historian but i wonder if subconsciously maybe that you think uh you think eddie listened to pretenders do you think eddie is a fan
3: of, of, of chrissy hind probably yeah. i mean, who wouldn't be i seem to think that
2: i don't know and yeah chas uh, ed was a fan of christy there you go
3: all right well there oh, you go so
0: so it may, so I wonder if, if maybe, uh, there you go. we have a rocket yeah.
3: stream in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Jazz. Everything I said uh, bad about you earlier, I'm wiping it clean <laughs> right now. <laughs> anyway, so
0: I don't know. What do you think? Is there any merit to that? You think maybe, uh, Eddie got a little bit of, uh, inspiration, maybe not even knowing it, uh, uh, consciously from the pretenders.
3: I think, I think you're, I think you're dead on, especially when it comes to tone, like that tone is, not identical but it's very very similar it's
0: very similar and the way he plays it's very similar um it's not a copy obviously but uh yeah just it makes me wonder well as soon as you said pretenders i knew exactly
2: what song you were talking about i I totally see it right there great comparison and uh this one was uh, notable because uh bruce fairbairn asked eddie to write like a more pop orientated song and instead of going through his archive of like riffs and stuff he just wrote new music from scratch and came up with uh can't stop loving you so
3: what do you guys think of the guitar like the 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 intro um guitar piece there? I love it actually. It's really good. Like the 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 recording quality like I I don't know maybe I didn't notice it before but okay, thanks JCM. Yep. I I <laughs> nice I job. I remember now it's coming back to me. I actually remember watching them play. I can't mm-hmm. remember where it was, but but anyway, but um what I was going to say was the, the the tone of the guitar the the way it's recorded, it's it's really nice. It's not overpowering. It's exactly where it needs to be. Not too loud. Not too quiet. The right amount of echo. And even on Sammy's vocal, there, it's his vocal is really good here. He's not over singing like he can do sometimes. He's just powering through. No, hmm. he's he, he's taking it right back, but almost pretender style, maybe. You know,
1: hey,
2: even the drums. Uh, we we talked about the Eddie or Alex's snare sound. The, how about that tom roll? Yeah. Like the, the toms mm-hmm. sounded really kind of unique and cool this is bruce fairbairn and i know i'll get a ton of shit from uh, chris l from pot of thunder he hates bruce fairbairn uh, yeah. especially what he did for the kiss album uh, psycho circus which i get that's not a great sounding record but he's done a lot of good work and i think balance stands up as, as among the best if not the best sounding
0: van halen album ever for me, I don't know if it's the best sounding uh, for it's me, up there, but it's uh, up there it, it, it's de- it's definitely up there um this this particular track, for whatever reason also has always to me sounded really, really crisp. so uh, I don't know if they did something different specifically for this
3: track or maybe uh that's just the way it came together. I don't know, but yeah it it sounds wonderful. Yeah. I'd be curious to find out how he miked uh Ed's amp Yeah, uh, because yeah, it just sounds so good. Oh,
2: we, we got to give uh, Ryan Powell's son a shout-out. He says, I have to bounce for a bit to read with my son, which is a great excuse to leave the podcast. We'll let you go for that. His name is Halen, and he would love a shout-out. How's it going, Halen? You've got the best name uh, in, in name history, I think That is fucking fantastic. And your dad <laughs> is awesome. Really your dad yeah, see, is awesome. Halen, dude, we'll yeah.
3: give your dad a hug. He's awesome. It's one of our favorite yeah, people. Positive. Yeah.
2: And Chad says, best-sounding Van Hagar album. There you go. I, I kind of go back and forth between this and For Unlawful. No, i was about to say like
0: don't you don't you disregard foreign lawful How
2: no you can't you can't that's a great sounding record but hey, Chaz is calling him out to hey halen uh go enjoy your book hopefully it's a good one uh the guitar josh says the guitar if i remember correctly has a piezo or i probably say oh. that wrong pickup on it for this track so oh. guitar players explain to us layman what that means
3: go ahead sean that one's that's all you no no i'm um uh, now, now, I want to go back and listen. I, I, I don't know what that would sound like. Todd's never had one, so I'm not really sure what that would sound like. But Tom thinks that's sure, a step yeah. down from fuck quality. Todd was here. Todd would just elucidate. And
0: yeah, Todd Todd just, would, would know. But
3: tech, uh, yeah.
0: I don't think Tom is wrong in that assessment. Like a like a mm-hmm. step down. Like not not a huge step down, but just like just a slight. Like maybe half a step
3: there There's a popier sensibility to this album, I think, like yeah. some of the some of the the pop pop tricks in the studio, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's Fairburn, right? Like that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, but
2: foreign I mean, Lawful has a harder edge to it. i I think I probably prefer yeah. that one yeah. more just because of that yeah. edge to it, but yeah
3: Did't right, you work with Anne Marie or something? Uh, I don't know. everybody's <laughs> worked with yeah? yes. Anne Marie yeah that's what Anne-Marie. my mom would tell you she has worked worked with everybody that's how she became famous and why my mom...
0: Whoa.
2: oh boy it, it's, she's on. Be, it's
0: she, on she's gonna be pissed oh, to know man. that Anne
2: Murray sings backup on can't stop loving you
0: now i just want to listen to a show
3: where your mom just goes off on ann Murray for like I think two we should hours have mom back on no kidding just just you should like i'll be yeah, i'll be I'll be, there, I'll be there just like yeah go on tell us she's only done two appearances man so
2: uh chaz says production wise you can hear them all fuck is the best record in that area in my opinion balance is a very big and clean sounding yep that that is really mm-hmm. true
3: i think chaz and, is um, trying to win favor with me again like all the comments lately are just really i don't know yeah
2: he, he's taking your side on everything he's yeah. gonna have to come on the Sean geek show
3: and talk well, about uh, and Murray with your mom i am supposed to go on chaz's chaz's show but i i did something stupid uh today uh-oh. I started writing a book today, so I, my schedule is Oh yeah, As you do. <laughs> like, I started writing a book.
0: Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going yeah, to use I that excuse. That. <laughs> yeah.
2: I tell you what, next time somebody asks me to be on a podcast, can't, starting a book. Yeah, starting a
0: book. I'm starting a book, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm, if you tell them that, they would believe it because you're you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jeff uh, says sound-wise, balance is the best. So there you
2: go. Yeah, fair. Yeah, all right, let's keep going. So that is how you write a pop chorus my friends yes uh, it is. sammy killing it on the high notes on the i can't stop yeah. loving
3: you and eddie with the ooh, ooh. Oh, it's wonderful eddie, wonderful Eddie, we always talk about mike's backgrounds here but eddie's backgrounds are real nice yeah, yeah. they're real nice they, when he when he lets
0: himself show through in that in that yep. way yeah it, he absolutely does so just Multifaceted uh talented person like it's like it's almost infuriating <laughs> uh scott says "Balance has the best ooh uh oohs without question yeah <laughs> and you, you hear him on
2: this song and uh tom uh made this point i wanted to make it to the guitar break yes. at the end of the first
0: verse. Yes. Uh, that is fantastic love that shit that gives me uh just the i guess just the way he's uh eddie's playing it uh, gives me vibes from uh uh finish what you start what you start yes thank you yep, <laughs> that's that's exactly right you hear it you're hearing it you're with me uh, i reached yeah. over
3: to my drum kit so i could play the song for a second i was like <laughs> oh, <it's just laughs> nice. nice i
2: tell you lyrically uh different meanings on both those songs one's about blue balls and, and one's a
1: nice little love song <laughs> <All right>. but <laughs> look you see sammy's multifaceted even. you know he's multifaceted you know, he Absolutely, you can't
0: lump him into one category of just like dumb <laughs> shit like up for it. breakfast okay like he's he is capable of so much more and we know that and deep down you haters know that too i yeah. tell you on this on the sammy hagar scale of lyrics this
2: is uh near the top like he i think pretty good lyrics in this one for sure uh so far so good yeah simple little love song there's not much to it but that's okay mm-hmm. all right let's keep rocking.
1: Your place in life You can change your mind We can change the things we say And do anytime
2: Oh, I love that that kind of little like pre-chorus section with the hold on. And then I'm mm-hmm. holding on. Yeah. Did you hear all the
3: little things uh, Alex was doing there?
2: Constantly. That's the one revelation Jeez. of doing this show is Alex just throwing. I just did uh, the Rush Rush show. I'm going to give another plug to Chaz. But listening to what Neil Peart will, will, will kind of do just out of nowhere. Just a mm-hmm. you know, a little thing with the symbols, just a little accent here or there that just mm-hmm. elevates the song. Alex has been doing that his whole career and he does it oh, here yeah. as well, too. Just so like it's just, a pretty like standard stock song, but he, and... yeah. Yeah, just put in a little thing here. Yeah. Little tom roll, something like that. And now yeah, uh any little and fresh flourishes and... too. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh especially in that pre chorus section, like I can't even uh, because of the uh, effect, I think it's a flange or, or whatever the uh, uh, guitar effect he's got going on with the distortion. Um, you can't really hear specific notes he's playing because he's like putting a lot like into just a lot of chords. But uh, I just the way it sounds makes it sound like uh, everything's kind of flowing and moving almost mm-hmm. ethereal like because mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a it's a pretty ethereal power ballad. Uh, so uh, you know, let's like make it sound that way, and uh, not to be outdone or outshined or anything, but uh, that the constant pulse of Mikey's bass line is something I really like because it could get obnoxious, but it just fits. It's almost like uh, it's the heartbeat of the song, and uh, you know it's a love song, so heartbeat that makes sense. Yep.
2: I'm gonna let one of the guitar players read uh, Josh's comment so I don't mispronounce that word again. Go ahead, Sean.
3: To add to my piezo comment, the piezo will add a more acoustic sheen to the electric guitar tone. Oh, I see. That's that. Okay. That's, yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah, following along now. That makes sense.
3: I hear. I, yeah. It, he, so then, by
0: that, from what we're hearing, it's possible. Yes. All right.
2: Before we get to the uh, guitar solo, I want you to read uh, Josh's comment. I'm going to cue something up here while you do it, because I got a response from Kevin Brown on something. too.
1: (laughs) If
0: I read all the jargon to what a piezo does, it would be as boring as the drum fills on November rain, says Josh.
3: (laughs) That's the comment of the show right there. (laughs)
0: there you go that's uh you know and you can uh i think kevin would understand that uh or he would get the gist of it anyway so great there you go that's a that comments especially for you kev don't you need some
3: time
1: Uh, (laughs) i I, I got this comment here from kevin brown
2: (laughs) yeah he said just found a pictorial representation of November rain while looking for something else. And it's a picture of moldy cheese. So moldy cheese. Moldy that is, cheese. That's awful. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> he is he so, is not. Like, so you're telling me you don't like the song. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what though, on the Ultimate Catalog Clash, if I we have a little side bet on who gets to pick the band for the second season. If oh, I win, I Christ. might pick Guns N' Roses now oh, yeah. so we could talk about User Dude. Illusion and November Rain. Why would that you may, do that? That uh, may uh, need oh. to
3: happen. But <laughs> like crap just makes chaos, gold. man. Crap makes gold. <laughs> that That is true. You can take a shitty song and make a good show out of a sh- shitty song. You know? 100%.
0: That just doesn't oh, right. sound like a good time. And that's coming from me who I like, I don't hate November rain at all. Um, I, I don't love it, but
3: it's like, it's definitely not I one don't of mind the first 25 minutes of November rain, but the remaining 25 minutes, it's just, it's it gets a little hard. much. I agree. Yeah. It with you. I,
0: yeah it's like, Scott an early says, uh, song. yeah, kind of Scott says Sammy's intonation on surrender. I'm a sucker Amen. for it. Amen. brother. Right there with you, dude, yeah. right there yeah. with you.
2: So really understated by both brothers. Like you have Alex mainly playing the cymbals and mm-hmm. his cymbal work is phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I saw Sean air drumming to it oh, fuck, at a couple yeah, of dude. spots, but even Eddie's guitar solo, very restrained, right? Just, you know, little yeah. accents are dear, 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 dear. Like, it, you know, it's, it, it's nothing, you know, earth shattering, but it fits the song incredibly
3: well. And so you're uh, behind and you just, uh, Eddie, uh, why don't you, uh, Tone that back. Nobody wants to hear that guitar shit.
2: <laughs> now, Bruce fun Ferber, noted fact. hater of the guitar. Yeah, Eddie, yeah, no yeah, one came here to listening to your guitar. Yeah. What are you, Neil Young or
0: something? <laughs> Get back behind the keys. That's where you belong. No. Uh, <laughs> but fun fun fact, okay. this is, uh, as all your points that you made about the solo, Corey, correct. Uh, it's, it is very subdued. It's kind of... Uh, not as uh rip roaring as a typical Eddie Van Halen solo. This is one of my favorite of his solos that he's ever done. Uh and I think it's because it's so different and it uh dare I say subverts the expectation of what you think he's probably going to do uh when it's solo time, because you know when it's solo time for Eddie, like you, you can almost hear the build up to the solo. It's almost the main show of why you come to uh, to a Van Halen performance. So right? You want to see what Eddie's gonna do solo wise. In this one, he's just uh, he's doing the thing that we love to talk about. He when he does really well is he plays a solo that fits the song. And personally, I feel like going in that direction, the direction that they went in the song, uh, is the right one. Um, he could have absolutely ripped something crazy, and it would have been great. Sure, would it have felt? But would it would it have served the purpose of the uh, the overall vibe of the song? I'm not sure. But I am sure that what he did here, uh, at least to me, uh, I, is just really, really well done. And I don't know. I just I really have a fondness for it.
3: What yeah. Corey was saying about the um, the, um, the the drum stuff there, like. I, I was like, oh, oh, what's he doing now? What's he doing now? What's mm-hmm. it, like? it was just I didn't know where he was going to go. And it was just I don't know. It was so good but yeah, it's really
0: it, yeah it's it, alex is he's very very good about that and that's one of my favorite things about this show and this journey is my rediscovery of of what alex is doing uh behind the kit and really appreciating it because beforehand and i've mentioned beforehand i was just kind of like lukewarm on uh mm-hmm. alex van halen's uh, drum work and as a matter of fact kind of grew up with the mentality of sort of the band is great. Love the band. I, I think Alex is the weak link, but of course that's a, that's a rookie's mm-hmm. error and that's, that's a, yeah. that's a huge mistake. And, of, and uh, over the years I've, I have obviously uh, developed more of a keen ear to drumming and uh, uh, I like to think uh, more appreciation, but certainly because of the show and the journey and really listening to what he's doing, it's incredible. Like he he is absolutely incredible. And I love that he's, he's not going to keep it boring for you. No matter what the, how the song is going to sound, if you hate the song, Alex is going to at least, actually both Van Halen brothers uh, more or less, they're going to attempt to make it as entertaining as possible. Even if it's not your vibe, they're going to do something to keep
3: it not boring. Um, it's, yeah, it's rare. Almost, it's almost like there's, like, and Neil, Neil Peart does the same thing, where it's like, yeah. okay, you know what? Someone might be listening to the song in the headphones, and they're a drummer, and they're trying to learn some new skills and some new stuff, and then I, I got to play something interesting to keep that person engaged. Yes. Maybe not the person that just hears the words and the singing, but I got to keep that one person engaged. So I, I can't just play the part I did in seven other songs. I got to, I got to add like little things in there. And, and there's just, Oh, it's, it's so good.
0: And for and a, a drummer, both. you you want to, as, as a, for a drummer, you want to keep things fresh because you don't want to play like the same, uh you know, same beats, you know, four four. Time signature for like, you know, 30, 32 bars or whatever. And because that just that gets stale. And then uh, eventually I think it's going to ruin your your uh, your inner tempo that you hold uh, the song together because it's just going to get boring and flat. And, you you know, yeah, as all great drummers want to freshen it up, throw in a little things. And then let's be honest, show off a little bit yeah sure. and that's fine that's you know show off you know if you've got the ability show it off so they look at look at what these two brothers did because they wanted to show off to show like oh, look, wh- listen to this riff yeah but check this fill out you know and it's just like, i can see I like it can,
3: in, the, in the jam space eddie and alex and just kind of going back and forth and and then Eddie's, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Eddie's always watching Alex, and Alex is always watching Eddie. They're not looking at their sure. instruments; they're so looking at each other. And then I could just see Alex with a little smile going, and just ding, 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 or whatever. And then mm-hmm. Alex, Eddie's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ding, 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 like just try this back Yeah. back and How forth like this? that's honestly and, like and when he, my, bro- and when and my brother talk had, about it, it is
2: monitor. He only would hear Alex. He he tuned out the bass. He tuned out the vocals. He was just listening to Alex. To to your point, you are correct there. Yeah. Now go ahead and finish your uh, point with uh, Todd. There.
3: I was just going to say when Todd and I play, because usually the rhythm section is the drummer and the bass player, but I always played with Todd. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't really care what the bass player was doing. (laughs) You know, it was just like, oh, what's Todd going to do here? Oh, okay, then I'm going to add my little thing and like. music sounds different when it's when it's a uh, push and pull between the the guitar player and the drummer i think i don't yeah. know i kind of like it
2: i agree me yeah i agree totally and as uh, ryan powell says uh this is one of al's more interesting performances so many syncopated flourishes and tasteful space uh he, he does that a, a ton in these songs like especially during eddie solos he'll put, throw in a little thing just uh that if you're really listening for it you can appreciate but normally you just kind of disregard because you're listening to eddie it is guitar pyrotechnics Mm. at the time, but right. Yeah. All right. Embarrassing admission time. When I first oh. heard that song, I always thought he said, Helen Reddy, What you said was true. And I'm like, did, uh, is there a, a line in I am woman that says can't stop loving you that I'm unaware of. Cause I always thought that was Helen Reddy, but he says, Hey Ray, I found out when I got the album and I looked at the line and I was, Oh, it's Hey Ray. Of course, referencing Ray Charles, who had a song. Uh, I can't stop loving you. But first time I heard it, I always thought it was Helen Reddy.
3: Wow. I, I didn't that, that... realize that
2: was, I, I thought it was Helen Reddy too. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I thought, that kind of a weird call-out, but it's Sammy Hagar. You never know. Oh, T-shirt. Like uh, Tom, yeah. We need, <laughs> we
1: need a yeah. Helen ready
2: Tell it ready. What you said was true. T-shirt, please. Kevin Brown.
0: (laughs) Yeah, make it happen. Look, if I could tell you how many songs over the years I've misheard lyrically before and have grown up thinking, oh, I know what they're saying right here. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but they're saying this only to find out like, no, you weren't even
1: close.
3: It happens. It happens to the best of us. I will say, though, as as a vocalist, right, Mark? have you ever not had the lyrics right when you did a performance of a cover song
1: Uh, and then realized
3: it later like oh fuck
0: i mean i've definitely uh switched uh lines from verses before like unintentionally yeah like (laughs) it's like i sang a line and uh singing the first verse and like and realizing probably midway through like oh shit this belongs in verse 2 not here uh oh oh yeah okay oh, yeah, yeah yeah i guess so. but now that i've recognized it i'll just the line that i missed i'll just sub in back there, <laughs> even though it won't rhyme you know it won't it won't fit the uh the the theme of the first because like i got it mixed up i've definitely done that before yeah
3: my, my mom my mom did it uh she she had a band in the uh, i guess it was the 80s or whatever and they used to do hotel california so my mom would sing hotel california and back then you didn't have the internet you couldn't pull the lyrics right so you literally listened to the record and wrote the lyrics down and and then figure them out so um there's a there's a dog on the highway cool wind in my hair was what she sang at so many performances and I'm like,
1: did you just <laughs> sing what I thought you sang?
3: And then I actually, you know, I, I I pull, I take the hotel, California album, open it up, pull out the, you know, the lyric sleeve, mom. Yeah. I was like right here. Oh right here. <laughs> it's like, Oh my, there's no, there's no dog at all. <laughs> there's no dog at all. Yeah. There was never a dog.
2: <laughs> no, uh, uh, Ryan Powell, like, okay. Powell is calling out one of the more, uh, uh, famous Miss Hurtler, mm-hmm. excuse me while I kiss this guy Uh, from Purple Haze. Uh, Jeff Brewer has another one from CCR. There's a bathroom <laughs> on the right. One of my favorite of all time uh, was uh, from the movie uh, Grease. Uh, I got chills, they're multiplying. Uh, Miss Hurt is, I've got shoes, they're made of plywood. <laughs> I always thought that was a pretty good line. <laughs> plywood.
1: Uh, plywood a I would have plenty of I guess. Actually. I don't
2: know. Yeah, <laughs> That would have made it so much funnier. No, I'm just sitting here listening to Sean talk about his mom wondering. I wonder if she ever covered Snowbird by Anne Murray. <laughs> Are
1: you fucking kidding me?
0: You're welcome. Welcome Yo. to the, the Origins or the Origin yep. episode, episode zero of the Anne Murray podcast. That's the My next two. one. Fuck Ann Murray.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll title of the episode. Fuck anne Murray. There you go. Fuck yeah. Ann Murray. <laughs> won't be shown on any streaming platforms. Never. What say we finish this one out? Yes. Oh, yeah, we're doing, we're doing Van Halen. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Make you, make you, make you, mountain. <laughs>
2: Love it. How about uh, uh, Dirty Deeds Dunder Chief? I never heard that one before. Chief. Dunder Chief. Actually, that one, that one sounds about right. It does sound right. Josh has we built this city on sausage rolls. Nice. That just sounds like a weird What's Al song, doing? and I'm
0: here for it. Yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Uh, I no, that's can't stop loving you from uh balance the van halen hagar era i refuse to call it van hagar that's stupid no we're not doing that uh there it is uh uh you know we yeah ryan says great how mike resolves Mm. that suspension on bass at the very end perfection
3: yes great point a lot of
0: again like i i love that sort of like a kind of heartbeat uh sort of rhythm pattern that uh that's what it sounds like, at least to me, that that Mikey's doing. And yes, like right at the end, it's like, okay, we're not flatlining here. We're just we're soaring out into the ether because we will never stop loving you. Uh it's a very, very cool little uh, you know, maybe simple pop song, but hey, look, less is more <laughs> sometimes. Wrapped that's up tough. like yeah, I think that's that right there. Is uh, that's
3: the probably the biggest wrapped up like think. a douche. Yeah. Be.
2: Blinded but We're, by we're getting light. a ton of uh misheard lyrics or uh my my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite is uh, "See That Girl," watch her scream, kicking the dancing queen from uh, "Dancing Queen" by ABBA.
1: <laughs> <Cheering> <laughs> the dancing queen.
0: Ugh, don't get me started on ABBA. No hey, thing. I
3: was on an ABBA uh, kick today, all day long, all day
0: I'm long. Sorry, really?
3: that must have been a awesome. weird day. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Okay, no, dude, it was it was the album Super Trooper, which. The... The production value is very similar to balance. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to just do like a
0: deep, a, a serious deep dive on ABBA because I am one of the only people in the world that I have come across that has everyone seems to love ABBA. And I just go like, I, I don't, I'm not understanding.
3: What am I missing here? For me, it's that album. Cause the, um, that album is actually, wait a minute. CMPU ABBA oh there it's coming there
0: i'll save comments for that there it is yes yeah, so save, save it for the for the abba show sean
2: and i uh-huh. are starting that podcast now yeah here we go let's do it <laughs> i'm in
0: Corey it. is just gonna i would do it. To be a person he's just going to be like this collective of like
3: digital space and just like taking over yeah honestly though i would listen to an abba podcast if it wasn't just fans but like musicians or songwriters critiquing and, and, and looking yeah. at it like it'd be fucking awesome because I don't know. I need, I there, need there, more perspectives here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're, they're such well constructed pop songs that it, it's hard to, to knock them
0: for it because they're, they're just created. So, so well.
1: I respect I actually, them. That's
0: true. Cause like everyone, everyone loves them, but I'm just like, I just don't, I don't love them. So I'm trying to understand what it is about them specifically that everyone is so positive
3: on I, and I guess I guess I just dig the tunes huh. simple as that well, I went to actually I actually took a songwriting class because I wanted to better my craft and um, we had to analyze an ABBA song we had to analyze uh, a Lionel Richie song and and, <laughs> and I'm like oh man but when you actually break a song down in its components in the the ABBA scheme or the a b a b or a b c a b or whatever like and you actually look at how the song is put together. It's like, God damn it, it, it it's it's actually a good song, you know. They so know I what like one doing. line lyrics of song Yeah.
0: yeah. They are competent musicians, <laughs> but uh, but be be on the lookout for for Abba talk later on the on the CMP.
3: Chaz, but before we get two, to that, Chaz needs two more <laughs> podcasts to catch up with Corey, isn't it? Or something? That's right. Yeah. The Emory Bangcast.
0: There soon. you go, Chaz. But uh, but before before you get to your head in the clouds with Abba and singing and talking about Dancing Queens, we got to talk about Can't Stop Loving You and how we felt about it, Sean. You are uh, honorary guest, honorary, uh, uh, you know, host of the show, honestly, because you've been with us uh, for so long. So with you being uh, in the guest spot tonight, we start with you. Was Can't Stop Loving You What Dreams Are Made Of or is the dream over?
3: I'm not usually one for... Tendering, pablum sort of ballad, sort of stuff, but there's enough tasty things in here for someone who's not a huge fan of ballads to to dig into. Alex, we talked about to death. the the, the little things that Eddie's doing is great. The harmonies are good, and even Sammy's lyrics, yeah, they're a bit like uh, they're a bit soft in terms of oh, lovey dovey, but they're still actually w- really well constructed. So uh, I, I can't, I can't download it. Fair enough. There it is.
0: Sometimes the, the, the simple answer is the right one. So, uh, Corey, what say you, would you agree with Sean on this? And would you say that can't stop loving you is what the dreams, uh, what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? <laughs>
2: Ryan Powell said it better than I ever could. Can't stop loving you is absolutely the category of perfect pop rock. And I agree with them. Uh, musically, it's fantastic. It's incredibly well-constructed for a, a pop ballad is a little cookie cutter. Sure. But it, it's on the, the, the top end uh, of that. It, it kind of elevates itself. Like Sean said, uh, with some little um, musical flourishes, they throw in there uh, the nice harmonies, uh, the perfect production on, on this song. Um, yeah a lot of comments in in the chat you know like it's stock it, it's a little cookie cutter it's a little basic sure but it uh, to me it's on the upper echelon of that i've always loved i uh, can't stop loving you even when i thought it was about Helen and ready uh for a brief moment there so um it, it's just a well-constructed uh pop ballad and there's nothing wrong with that so for me it's absolutely what dreams are made of but Mark meyer Geez, I don't know if you're a big ballad fan or not. I'm kind of wavering back and forth if you're going to like this one or not. So the question is, is this what dreams are made of, or is the dream over?
0: You know, I hate ballads, but I'll shill it out for anything Hagar related. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I love ballads. You kidding me? Yeah. I'm like, I've been itching for the Hagar ballads. Nostalgia is a powerful thing, and I would be absolutely lying to you, to everybody, if I said that uh, my nostalgia uh, connection with this song, ha- you know, didn't have any influence. Because that would be a lie. It does. I, I mentioned earlier. I alluded to the fact that it reminds me of, uh, you know, the Pretender song. Uh, we we've, and we've discussed is like, well, Eddie was a fan. Eddie uh, uh, jammed Christie, so. Chances are maybe even uh, uh, on a subconscious level that there was some influence there. But that reminds me of, you know, my dad and my dad, you know, Van Halen reminds me of dad anyway. So childhood stuff like that. And uh, those are powerful things. And if they hold on to you and latch on to you for, you know, the remainder of your uh, adult years, that means that you haven't lost that inner child, which means you're not a bitter old fuck just yet. So I'm well on my way, but I'm not there just yet. So um, that alone is why I would upvote it. But as you guys all said, this is just a perfect pop rock song. It really is. And I'm not, I'm usually not one for, like Sean said, I'm usually not one for the pop rock stuff, especially modern pop rock. I think it's gross, but if you're Van Halen and you can pull off a cookie cutter pop rock and still be taken, like not lose any street cred, if if we want to uh, call it that. Um, there, there's very few bands that can pull that off so flawlessly. Van Halen is definitely one of them. They've, and at this point in their careers, they earned it. Um, they earned whatever they could do. It doesn't matter. I mean, even we, we've said bad things about a, a particular album that they recorded, but even in those uh, songs that we didn't necessarily like, they had every right to make those songs because they earned it. It was like, we're going to play, we're going to perform it. We're going to write it this way. The structure is going to sound like this. Eddie did how many say I with so much passion. We did not like that song, but damn it. Got to give him uh, all the props in the world because like, like, well, you earned your spot in writing the song, however you want. So if, you, if that's the way it's supposed to sound to you, that's the way it's going to sound. Uh can't stop loving you I don't know if the, the guys went into this thing consciously thinking uh, okay this is going to be the pop song I know you mentioned Bruce had said uh, uh, can you make some you know make it little pop friendly and Eddie just went into rewrite mode so maybe maybe that did have something to do with it it's like oh you want a pop song okay here you go here's a good pop rock song you know by the numbers and by God it works and that's a credit to uh, the genius of the musicians, because they're not just playing simple notes here. They're not just playing the basic uh, 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 minimal. They're doing a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot to the untrained ear because that's how good they make it sound. So, And maybe that's the ABBA effect. I don't know. I'll have to check back yeah. in on the, on the ABBA. ABBA's but the all, same uh, thing.
3: If there's like little yeah, all these yeah. little things going on in there that you gotta... Yeah. So, all right, Mark,
1: Jeff on says Taylor on our Swift could sing a song out. like this,
0: and <laughs> I agree. Taylor Swift could sing a song like this. The only problem is the production quality of that would overproduce, and it would just sound like
3: dumb bullshit. But that it would be drum machine. machine. Yeah, it would be drum machine. Yeah, it would, they would take out all the flourishes. Too. Yeah, speaking but of like things I said, that I'm suck, Chaz
2: says uh, he's comparing <laughs> it to the masterpiece "Spanked," which I don't. I would I take can't stop loving you
0: ten times out of ten over "Spanked." Jesus. Oh, that's going to be a fun time. But, uh, you know, it's all in due time when we get to that one. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Ryan said exactly. The word pop is simply short for popular. That is true. It means that people like it. I'm just a normal jerk who happens to make music. Uh, As long as my brain and fingers work, I'm cool. That's a a quote from Eddie. And uh, that's absolutely true. That's what pop stands for. I mean, it's it has become something else, I think. But yeah, pop just means popular. So if it's popular, it's pop uh even even a metal band is like if it's popular metal hey guess what it's pop um we don't like to think of it that way because pop is a dirty word but uh that's that's what it was and that's technically what it still is so always remember that if it's popular doesn't mean you don't have to like it um there's a there's a band taking the 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 world by storm in the last couple of years called sleep token. And the more popular they get, the more impossible it is to get tickets. And am I a little bitter about that? Yes, a little bit, but I can't blame the band for being popular because they're good. You know, what are you going to do? You know, that's like, if I was mad about it, I'd want them to quit. And then if they quit, then I got nothing. Right.
3: I have a source. I have a sore spot with that sleep token thing. Uh, Yeah. We got got, got roasted for when we played it on uh, our show. Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Who roasted you? Uh, everyone that didn't like <laughs> our opinion of the song. Uh, go back and listen to Metal Shop Day Five. Do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. To I'm gonna go. Song song I'm right, gonna go song back song. and yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. So I mean, you were gonna get the plugs regardless, but <laughs> there you go. Let's <laughs> throw throw in some uh, ahead of time anyway. But yeah, no, I'm gonna go back and check that show out because I'm curious. Um, it's it's going to of in
3: six of Metal Shop. Trust me.
0: Well then, Metal Shop and on my way to the Metal Shop, let me stop into this uh, game show that Corey likes to play called Mark Isn't Good at Guessing.
2: Although I got to say on the, uh, I, I won't spoil it. I didn't do well the last time I played this game in a podcast. That's all I'll say. But um, Mark, Fair. you've actually won the last few. Let's see how you do tonight. It's time That's to play. True, yeah. How many times have Van Halen performed? Can't stop loving you because you're the reigning champion. Let's go with you first. How many times do you think Van Halen performed this particular song? 75 times 75 times all right Sean McGinnity, we come to you now how many times did Van Halen perform can't stop loving you live in concert
3: I think they played it on well they played it on the balance tour they probably played it at most of the uh, of the shows they probably also played it during the reunion with Sammy tour I'm get I'm I'm thinking maybe half the show's there so I'm gonna go with you said what was your number Kamire 75 75. I'm going to go 122.
2: 75 and 122? Well, we have a yep. winner, and his name is Mark Kamire. The correct answer is 100 times. Oh. Oh. So, Sean I, went oh, over. 100. So, Sean, this is for you.
1: <laughs>
0: but you only went – you went over uh, less, but you just – the only – I guess the rule is if you go over, it's bad, but – nevertheless though um that's cool 100 times, yeah. you know.
2: and you know what only played on the balance tour so i didn't even break it out uh, on the 04 tour which is kind of Wait, but
3: me. that was like
0: that
2: was like
3: one of their that was like the hit off the album was it not it was
2: yeah now it wasn't a uh, big hit off the album it was their last top 40 single though it peaked at number 30. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, hmm. some hey, sometimes it happens, and we have to remember at this point, Van Halen had a pretty extensive catalog even then. So, you know, you have to make you have to make room for the hits, and if you don't, I know a lot of bands don't like to do that. Like, uh, you know, they'll pull a Billy Corgan, where it's just like, nope, only playing the new stuff. Sorry, not playing old Pumpkins. Like, well, that's stupid, and you're hmm. stupid. Don't do that. And uh, he has since gone back on doing that. So he's like, "Yeah, you learn your lesson real quick because nobody wants to come see the, see you play that new album. That new album is not good." But anyway, I digress. Uh, some bands are like that, and I guess with Van Halen, you have to, pardon the pun, balance it out with uh, the hits that you know you have to play, and then you know if you're going to tour on a new album, it's like, well, we'd like to play the songs that uh, you know we we just wrote, you know, for all of you guys. So you know, make some room, but. Again, it's all about balance. Speaking of balance. If they they could roll like hell. That's right. No, just stop (laughs) it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) <laughs> Whenever Mark pontificates, I'm just going to start breaking out
3: that song just like a, as oh, a cue. <laughs> You're ranting
1: like a maniac. You're
3: ranting like a maniac. Yeah, no. <laughs> Corey, are you able to bring up Hammerhead Shark? Because I, I got to see if, if Kamire has a problem with that song, too. I can't not rant. It's off a little in a it's, a it's Which is a cover, I think. Hammerhead. Let's play a little bit.
2: This is really an underrated album, too. I love Lily Enough. Time of right.
1: Time of Lord that me my, hand, my head sharp. So, yeah,
3: I, I can the, see the, the, the comparison. The pentameter of the singing is uh, yeah. similar-ish. Is that a better? Is that a better song, Mark? Is that which one's better? Oh
0: yeah, like, definitely better than the shit Corey was playing about the, <laughs> the the
3: chimps and how Elvis died and shit and whatever. Jason Becker versus John Five. That was Jason Becker on guitar on that one, I believe. And um... well, okay, oh, yeah, but was... in fair
0: in fairness to John Five, that uh, shit that killed Elvis is not a good representation of his skills as a guitarist. Let me just say.
1: Um no. Nor that, hey, the, again,
0: think, so. the, the acoustic yeah. version
2: is better uh, of the shit that killed Elvis. So, <laughs> which okay, I'll take your
3: word for it. But uh, you know, John Five.
0: Heard, but... No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> you already you know, John... played it. We
3: heard a little bit. Yeah, uh, John Five used to play for Katie Lang. That was one of his early gigs, right? Yeah, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. his I'm Canadian connection. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. I think it was Katie Lang and then Marilyn Manson in that order. I believe.
0: I'm pretty sure it was just based on the time of Katie Lang's popularity to when yeah. he started showing up with Manson. So yeah, it's like yeah, the timeline adds up to that unless by some weird twist of fate, he did his stint in Manson went back to Katie Lang, but I don't Ooh. think that's the case. Whoa, that yeah,
3: is a hot take.
0: With the earlier comparison to finish what you started, I would rather listen to can't stop loving you. Interesting. I mean, that's, that's fair, but uh, you know, why does, why is everyone so down on that song? Like, why does no one like finish what you started? I don't get it. I really don't.
3: If you're a drummer, you might hate the song because it's fucking hard to play. That's true. Yeah.
0: If you're a musician trying to play most of Van Halen's repertoire, y- you hate it because they're hard to play. So, I mean, I, what are we doing? Uh, but I, I don't know. But I've just, I noticed, I've noticed that people were not into finish what, what you started and uh, continue to not be into that song. Although, I don't understand it. I think it's a great uh, one. Poll results contradict that because
2: right now, Finish What You Started is the second highest ranked song off OU812 at 82.7% really? okay. what dreams are made of. Uh, second only to Kabawaba, which is 85.1% what dreams are made of.
0: Right. I just remember uh, here just seeing a lot of chatter of people not not into Finish What You Started, and I just didn't understand that. But uh, nevertheless, the polls speak for themselves. Yeah. Ryan even agrees with them that he would uh, – take a uh, can't stop loving
2: you over finish what you started. So yeah,
0: hmm. I'd have to really take a step back and, and see which one I prefer. Cause I, I think I love them both pretty I equally, think you're going to hear the
3: remastered version.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good call. But, uh, mm-hmm. but until that time, you guys, we've done it. Another one is off the wheel. Another, uh we're just one step closer to the journey to the end, but uh, we're not there yet. We still got quite a few and not to mention, we've got live shows to do because we got to finish albums, so be on the lookout for all of that. Stay with us. We're not done yet. Sean McGinnity, our honored guest, our honoree panelist, uh, back on the show. Man, we always love having you. We always love talking music with you and talking Van Halen with you. Always a
3: pleasure, so please let the people know where they can find you and what you got going on, dude. Before we do that, uh, there's going to sure. be a chasolytic on the amount of times I've been on the show with and without Todd. And every time I've been on the show without Todd, it got an upvote. And every time I was on the show with Todd, we both gave down votes. Hmm. Oh, so there's a
0: correlation. You think you think uh Todd's the uh the bad influencer?
3: Per, per, perhaps. <laughs>
0: I don't know, maybe <laughs> those, uh, those it, uh sweet, dark, dulcet tones uh, yeah. are influencing our mind, and it like I think oh,
3: so like gotta you downvote everything. Like, you don't like Snemmie hagar He's not <laughs> sexy like me. <laughs> what, what do you think? Just... <laughs> I, I wonder how Todd would have
2: voted on this one. You know him; you're his brother. How do you think he, he would have voted? On? He would have downvoted for sure. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think so too.
3: Yeah,
0: not a not a ballot
3: If yeah. it ain't Brian Adams, I'm not in. That's that's the way Todd works. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: nothing wrong with Brian Adams, sir. No, Todd's uh, a massive awesome uh, fan.
0: Music, musically, no. Um, he had some weird comments in 2020 that I don't want to bring
3: up. But it's <laughs> oh, fine. I didn't it's even. Fine. I wasn't aware of but it. But
0: I'm not. Look, yeah, I so. wouldn't dare slander Brian Adams amidst, you know, amidst some cana- <laughs> fine Canadians like <laughs> yourselves, though. You know, I won't do that. But let me tell you about this Corey Hart motherfucker. I, no, I'm kidding. I love Corey <laughs> Hart. Um, but that's it. So, uh, Sean, yeah, where to? Uh, uh, where, where, uh, where can uh, people find you?
3: You can find me at seanmcginnity.ca. That's S E A N M C G I N I T Y dot ca, or uh, all social media at Sean Geek Podcast. Everywhere, and even that Blue Sky thing. Nice Blue Sky. We're not nice. on there. Get on that, Come on. Nope. Come on. It's hard. To get I
1: don't on. know what that is.
3: <laughs> I, had <laughs> to, I had to. I don't know I had what to, that get, is. I had to get a lot of recommendations to get on. oh so it's like an exclusive club yes it is oh we'll never get in then yeah we'll
0: never get in no they won't let me in there you kidding me like it's cory
1: it's
0: twitter We need you to take over all the podcasts and then and then they'll have no choice because you'll be like no i own you (laughs) you let him in
3: (laughs) but uh thanks uh, for having me on galacticus
0: oh (laughs) our pleasure
2: anytime you want to come on you're always welcome my friend Uh, we've both been uh guests on your show a couple different times i got to talk marvel with you i got to talk uh canadian music with you it was a hell of a lot of fun so
3: and uh Uh, i want to come i want i I do want Corey back on for sure but i want i want kamai on for an episode of metal shop i think that'd be fun yes
0: oh he'd be right up that alley absolutely
3: yeah you could be
0: it's been a while since i've graced your uh your podcasting uh uh,
3: world for a bit yeah so yeah absolutely We'll, we'll set you both up maybe in december after i'm done writing a fucking book that's you finish
0: right. A yeah, you're writing a yeah. Finish yeah, a book in a month.
3: Yeah, 30 days, 50,000 words. It's like a novella size, but Oh, wow. I'll oh,
0: you it. know. Yeah, no, yeah. no problem. Just no, no big problem. Whoop. I just, yeah. Wish just I had, had another book. I I'd have I'd have written 10 books at this point, Jesus. Ugh, no. She <laughs> fell through the yeah. roof that Christie Brinkley showed <laughs> <laughs> <through the> a <laughs> damn ceiling, man. <laughs> oh, god. right the the there. And, and how she didn't break her neck or break anything whatsoever is beyond me. But so did we'll she just... hit the tub or did, or did she just miss the tub? Her ankle hit a towel rack. Ooh. And then uh, I think, no, I, no she, she hurt her legs because she landed hard and then the towel rack. But no, she somehow missed the tub as well. Uh, wow. it, she oh, literally yeah. fell through this perfect, perfect hole, right, like straight down and didn't move and didn't like flail about she didn't have time to do that so that's i think what sa- what ultimately saved the brakes because she landed cool. hard so no broke uh, anything you- huh no fractures, no broken, just bad bruising and she's still feeling it two weeks later. so well not today yeah. she's stoned out of her gourd right now so <laughs> it helps alleviate the pain but hey you know yeah. what it's medicinal purposes so you know get on it we advocate it you know what also we advocate we advocate for good podcasting We are part of a grand fantastic uh collective of, known as the deep dive podcasting network uh we, we've been a part of this network for a while now, and uh, we just we love it. We've been introduced to people like Sean and all of the uh, like-minded individuals that enjoy m- the music that uh, we enjoy talking about. It's been great. We love it, Corey. If you would do me a favor, if you would be so bold as to uh, give the people a rundown of what they can expect from the Deep Dive Podcasting Network, I will try. I did it on Rush Rush tonight, and I kind
2: of butchered it, so I'll try and do it a little better here. You got it. That was just, all right. Uh, yeah, that, that that was the warm-up. Absolutely. Good call. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <Like> we have <laughs> thank you. Uh we have myself and Scott Haskin do a little show called Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. Uh, of course, m- myself and John on occasion do a show called Backtrack Steam Music. a uh, little uh on a hiatus right now. We'll see if we pick that up again, uh, hopefully sometime soon. Uh myself and Kevin Brown do a show called the Ultimate Catalog Clash. We're just about to wrap up season one and Phil Collins Genesis. Check out season two, Guns and Roses. So we can hear Kevin's uh, unfiltered thoughts on November rain. That'll be coming up soon. Kevin also does a show called the Tom Petty Project. He just eclipsed uh, 50,000 downloads. So congratulations Woo. to him. That's a fantastic show. He also does a show with uh, the cranky Randy Woods at Seaside Pod Review. Uh, then we have Scott Haskett at right Heap, the Magicians Podcast. Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast. The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered. Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side. Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Paul, Joe, and David at In the Lap of the Pods. Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge. Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z. Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Madman, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast. Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast. George and Hattie at the Judas Priestcast. Clay and Ryan, North by South Podcast. Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What? Quinn at And Volume for All. Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast. Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu. That one's wrapped up. You can catch uh Chaz and Wolfie at regarding Roger. That's Roger waters for all you uh, paying attention and Chaz Will and it. chats at rush rash, which I just guessed it on tonight. Had a hell of a lot of fun. We spun a, a really cool tune. So please go check that out and check out our friends. Like Sean McGinnity at the Sean geek and fast Fred podcast. You're all doomed. Friday, the 13th podcast, the DLR cast, the bogus Oda show. Pot of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, booked on rock with the legendary Eric Senich. Dissect that film, and
0: Three's Company 2, a rewatch podcast. See, look at that. You nailed it absolutely uh and you're all doomed indeed because Corey will devour every one of the shows to make it part of his collective of the cmpu it's only a matter of time because one podcast wasn't enough and five that's still not enough so that's right he, he, be on
2: the lookout for gimme 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 a pod after midnight with one sean
0: mcginnity breaking down the abba catalog one well, track there it is <laughs> so, yeah you've, you've said it you've manifested it there it is it's it will podcasting
2: come queen. Yeah, come on, everybody.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, there it goes.
3: <laughs> Look, Eric Eric's going to fight to be on that Abidug. one, guaranteed. You think so? Probably well, so. Are you yeah. kidding so. me?
0: And you can He's find... A- you can find all the shows going on, including our uh, our Facebook, our Twitter, backlogged uh, episodes, all on podcastlerock.com, Our merch store, find yourself some merch. We probably get, we've got some uh, good ideas for new merch during this show, and that's sometimes how it happens. Thanks get to,
3: to work, uh, Kevin. Kevin
0: Brown, yeah, yep. Kevin Brown for the <laughs> awesome designs. Uh, it's always a fun time. Seriously, you guys, I, I when I say. I want an army of people out there wearing uh, apologies to Gary shirts. Like, I really mean that I really want all of you wearing it. I want him to see, and I want him to be just very confused as to, is extreme playing
3: in, for. in your neck of the woods anytime soon. Uh, you
0: be, they,
3: uh, that's,
0: a, that's a great question. Uh, I will check on that. Um, hopefully I feel like they haven't been here yet. If they are coming, because I would have, I would have heard, but uh, I don't know. I will check that. Oh, yes, yes, I'll check
2: that out with you. They're currently in Europe, uh, and then Ah. in January 2024, they're coming back to America. I see Ohio, I see Virginia, Missouri, Kansas, (sighs) Oklahoma, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas. Are any of those close enough for you there?
3: No, no, no.
2: None of those.
0: (laughs) Maybe Missouri or Atlanta, but... uh, Yeah, no Tennessee, unfortunately, that I'm seeing here, so... Yeah, well... They vie. Then uh, you know the next time. Next time they do, I a, would, go, twice, I would I if work. they
3: came here, I would go see them for sure, and then I would make sure I had that shirt on. I'd oh, probably I mean, up like flat if,
0: if, they, if they if sh- they if they somehow show up because I mean they could always add dates uh, if the tour is going well or if they just feel like it. So if they end up in Nashville, I will make sure and. <laughs> make that happen. And, uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll go from there. I'll document have it all to
3: record uh, it while you were there. Like, I know, I know. So it's was was like, I, or I may have,
0: uh, maybe Christy or maybe a friend of mine is like, Hey, make sure you record whatever happens. That's happen. Uh, so it could either go really well or really bad. I don't know. You guys will stay tuned for that. But like I said, uh, podcast, rock.com. We got all of the episodes there, all of our social medias, including our Twitter and our Facebook, uh, backlog episodes, do me a favor you guys share the show tell people about it i'm sure you got friends that love van halen as much as you do tell them like hey you should check out this show these guys really love talking about them are they experts no make sure you tell your friends like they're not experts just simple fans but i get a kick out of listening to them maybe you will too or somebody will if nothing else they can uh just join us in the ride as we listen to cool van halen songs so Do that for us. Would you give us a rate, a like, share all the things that you're supposed to do for podcasts to help us grow, help us keep going, because uh, the show might be winding down, but we're still going and we're going to keep going. And you know how we do that? We have a Patreon. So I'm going to run down the list of our honored patrons, uh, the guys that are really helping us to keep going, starting with Davey Lee Smith, uh, Michael T, our new uh, patron. Thank you, Michael. Brad Gould, Janice Risco, Heath McCoy, Scott Everett, Tom Armbruster, Ben Andriozzi, Jeff Brewer, Ryan Powell, Scott Monroe, Per Lineker, Kevin Brown, uh, Meet the Geeks, that's Sean McGinnity. He's on the show. Uh, Chaz Charles, Michael Griffith, Greg Zito, Josh Caldwell, Ravel, Flave. Nate from the Deep Purple podcast and Matt Lacoste. Thank you guys so much for uh, keeping us going. As always, man, it's a, it's always a pleasure. And keep the conversation going. Join the Patreon. Get on the Discord. And join the conversations because it's always entertaining, no matter what. Uh, so on behalf of our guests, Sean, uh, on behalf of Corey and myself. Oh, and you can find me at Mark the bat on Twitter, CD Morissette as well. Uh, there you Amazing go. Plug our Twitters. So Twitter X or whatever it is. So hope you had fun. We always have a fun on behalf of these guys and myself. We are, and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later.